Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He sniffed cocaine through a straw when he was studying law. Now he'll show us what he knows. Do they have a case? Drinks diet coke through a straw when he contemplates the law. That coke don't go up his nose. Do they have a case? Love that song. You know, Wayne comes up with these crazy songs. That's how he broke into radio. Uh, writing song for a talk show host that was here on KFI that absolutely no one listened to. Uh, gracious that I am, Wayne, you're shaking your head. It is time for Do They Have a Case? Brought to you by the Lemon Law experts at Night Law Group. If you think your car might be a lemon, call 844-43-LEMON. <coughs> Excuse me. So now, Wayne researches cases, and he comes to the table with uh, what the appeals court said, usually, or a case that's going up, uh, that's which way will the judge decide, and I've never heard of the case, and you've never heard of the case, so we get both both of us, that is you and me, you a listener out there in radio land, God, I love saying that. Don't over-explain it. Okay, never mind. All right, Wayne, let's just start with the first of do they have a case? This case might be mistaken for something that a bunch of dudes in a dorm room high as a kite would discuss, but it's not. It's an actual case at a federal appeals court. Guy named Stephen Taylor. He puts together a package of artificial intelligence software. And he calls it the device for the autonomous bootstrapping of unified science. Dabus. Dabus? It's basically Dabus. That's what uh, that's device the device for the, autonomous okay, that's, the, that's the acronym. Is. Okay. Yeah, that's the acronym. Um, it's a collection of source code and programming. And so this artificial intelligence package can now do things on its own. You know, we know about machine learning. This is machine creativity. So over the course of time, this software package discovers some things and mr taylor decides to get a patent for these things these two these two i guess applications or these two uses that the artificial intelligence discovered so he files his thing with the patent office and you know you have to put who the inventor is so he has to write in a special section uh, this was invented by artificial intelligence. And then also, uh, what I'm doing as a dude is I'm assigning the any patent interests that the artificial intelligence would have are assigned to me, the human being filing the application on behalf of the artificial intelligence who is the inventor. So the patent office says, uh, we have to reject your application because you need to list who the inventor is 
And he goes back and he says, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, artificial intelligence right. invented it. And they say, oh, okay, well, here's the thing. It has to be a person that invents the thing to get a patent. Only people can get patents. And he says, I disagree with you. And uh, so anyway, he loses at the district court and it goes up to the appeals court. And uh, the, here, here's the way the arguments go. The government says, let's look at the statute. There's a couple of sections here that are relevant to this case. Let's look at who or what is eligible to get a patent. And it says the individual, or if it's a joint discovery, the individuals, that's who's eligible to put the patent. Individual means a human being. Look it up in the dictionary. Look it up in the case law. Everybody knows when you say individual, you're talking about a human being. Now, he says, ah, but there's another section that says, if you're eligible to get a patent, what do you have to do? What are the steps? And in that section, they use the phrase, whoever. Whoever invents something. Not whichever. It doesn't say whichever, but it says whoever has to file this form. And he says, whoever in other areas of the law, and he is correct about this, the phrase whoever also can refer to things like corporations. So he says, hey, at least one part of your rules uses a word which can be used to refer to not a human. Therefore, I'm saying it can be used to refer to artificial intelligence. Give me a patent or actually give it a patent. So those are the two arguments. And what does an appeals court do with this? Okay. So with that being said, and I told you uh, that I had uh, a peripheral personal experience under those circumstances, and this has to do when I first started my surrogacy practice and wrote my first surrogacy contract in 1980. Uh, and there were two of us, uh, two lawyers in the entire country, in the entire world doing this practice. So uh, the argument is there were some legal issues that came up. The courts were not was were, the courts were not prepared. This is where technology just moved far ahead of the law. There were no court cases, there were no statutes, and that's exactly the case here. We have a not only a case of first impression as to a factual basis, but a case of first impression as to defining what the internet can do, what individuals can do on the internet and uh, on computer programming. So the bottom line is he said, I invented a device that invents. And, uh, and the government, after uh, the patent uh, office said, no, thank you. It's an, only an individual can uh, invent, can obtain a patent. Now the courts have to decide in this age does the inventor who owns the device that invents, does that make him the inventor? That it passes through to him as a matter of public policy and a matter of law. The court has to make that decision as to whether that's true or not. However, you're looking at the statute that says a person effectively has to uh, be an inventor. So if I had to guess which way it uh, went, because it could have gone either way. 
Uh, I probably, by the way, I probably would have given him the patent. That's me. I think the court is going to say uh, uh, we can change that if Congress wants to change the definition. But until Congress does, we're not going to deal with it. It's not going to be a judicial determination. Unlike my situation, which we started with a judicial determination, and then it was picked up by the California legislature. So there it is. No patent for you. I will say, I will say you're right, and I will say I'm wrong. Your thinking is pretty. No, no, no. I said I will say you're right, and I will say your thinking is pretty in line with what they said. They said the word is individual. The the, the, the statute says who is eligible for a patent? Individuals. Those are humans. That's beginning and end of this case. If Congress wants to rewrite the law, they could rewrite the law, but they haven't. So you're out of luck. Your AI is out of luck and no patent for him. Okay. So I got it right on. Yep. Yep. Not only the decision, but uh, the thinking behind the court, uh, uh, what the court was doing. I never get that, by the way, because the courts always have squirrely opinions. And even though go in the direction that both of us think they should go, their basis, uh, uh, come on, really? You first wanted to go there, and now you've come up with some cockamamie reason for going there. That happens way too often. Okay, case number two. All right. This one shouldn't take too long, or maybe it will. Depends on what you think of it. Um, This little girl goes to school, and she's got some bruises on her, and they say, hey, what happened? He said, oh, my dad, you know, uh, hit me with a belt for punishment. Normally, my mom does the punishment, but she was busy, so dad took the punishment. Oh, here comes Child Protective Services to the house. Hello. We would like to come in and look around and see your kids. And the mother says, no, thank you. So they leave. And the supervisor says, go back with the cops. So they come back with the cops and they say, hey, we want to come in and we want to look around and we want to see your kids. And the mother says, no, thank you. I'll tell you what. I will let you, Mr. Cop, come in. You can come in and we can sit down and talk about whatever's going on. None of these other people, I don't trust Child Protective Services. They're not coming in my house. They arrest her for interference with official business. The charges are dropped. She sues them for violating her Fourth Amendment right. Her case is, I did not interfere with you because under the law, interference requires some kind of affirmative pushback or engagement. It doesn't have to be physical force, but it requires more than just saying no. Or, or, just, or not complying with what you tell me. And of course, they say, ah, oh, come on, what are you talking about? You wouldn't let us in. We have a job to do. We have an obligation to protect children. You wouldn't let us into the house. Uh, and there's, a, there's kind of a, an interesting wrinkle here, because you may ask yourself, well, why didn't they just go in the house anyway? But we can get to that in a minute. Bottom line. Did she interfere under the law simply by saying, no, thank you. I don't want you to come in. I'm not going to let you in. 
He's thinking, ladies and gentlemen. I am thinking. I am thinking. Uh, first of all, we start with they have the absolute right to come in. There is no question about Child Protective Services has the right to come in if there is a legitimate complaint. And this little girl talked about being beaten by her father. That's enough to go in and investigate. So there's that issue. The uh, issue as to interference, all she did was say no, and they went away. And I think her argument prevails because she didn't stop them from coming in if they wanted to come in. Uh, they now th- could they have arrested her if she closed well, the door? Okay, but they did. That's the whole but point that's of later the case. On. Okay, but that's you un- ar- you they right. you unlawfully arrested me right. for interfering when I didn't. Got it. Uh, yeah, I was going that direction. I just misspoke. Uh, she did not physically get in front of them at any point, I'm assuming. Had she blocked them from coming in, which they're lawfully entitled to do, uh, I think at that point it's a legitimate arrest. For her just to say no, I don't think that is, quote, interference at all uh, under the law. Uh, that is uh, my take on that. Which way did the court go? Yeah, that's correct. She gets to sue them for violating her Fourth Amendment. Now, she still has got to get the lawsuit and in front of a jury and get a jury to agree with her, but they do not get immunity. They don't get qualified immunity, and uh, the court found that what she did is not interference under the statute because, as you pointed out, she didn't even block physically somebody attempting to enter the house. She said no, and I guess your point would be Maybe they shouldn't have taken no for an answer, but they did, and they decided to just arrest her for interfering instead of doing more. But here's the interesting wrinkle, and and there's one point on which you may not be 100% correct, because they talk in this case about this. Yes, they have an obligation to protect children and to investigate uh, reports of abuse, but they can only do what's constitutionally allowed. They didn't have a search warrant. And they couldn't point to any exigent circumstances in the moment and that actually they weren't allowed to go into the house. That's why they didn't. They kind of knew they needed her permission to throw open the door and let because there weren't. You know that uh, Neil Savater's wife is a social worker. Oh, yes, I do. And uh, she has those experiences where she has to go into a home uh, with the police, and they will enter the home. And ha- if someone tries to stop, that person will be uh, arrested. But, but it's exigent circumstances. There's a real issue going on. It's the safety of the children. And uh, if someone says no to Tracy, God help them. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to work. Uh, but anyways, uh, sitting down with her, there are there's story after story of uh, she's been at it for a very long time. So she has like you uh, in uh, the criminal justice system. I mean, we could sit down for hours and hours with the stories that uh, you tell. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.